You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. I always mean you to send you the the actual how the claps actually sync up. It's so depressing. I mean, <laughs> why is it? Why? Why? Why can't we just? Why can't we get it together in 2019? Because we're 150 miles away from each other. We're in order for my voice to reach you, I've got to go out of my beautiful brain, out of my beautiful voice box, into my beautiful Keep microphone. Keep going to the computer. Where you, a delay is induced from digitizing. I need, to, I need to hear more about this beautiful mind. And then Become. sent from node to node to node to your computer, where it is converted back into my beautiful voice and injected directly into your brain. I love that. Yeah. That was art. Totally love that. What is this, 207? So you're saying, is this 207? So what you're saying is that we have to be closer to each other. Yeah, pretty much. So it's like... Hmm. I was really hoping that the song would start out uh, the way it usually would, but because YouTube is bad at labeling things and people are bad at labeling things, this is the um, beefed up techno version of the song Missing by Everything But The Girl. Nice. And it usually just starts with the woman singing uh, about how much they miss, like they have to be together in order to stay together, like they have to be geographically together. But instead it was just some bad techno. We never found that uh, that techno version of uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart. <coughs> no, I thought it was Benny Benassi. No, no. And there's there's like one that's like popular that everyone knows, but there's another one that we had on a mix somewhere that I found on like... Soul seek that, was, that it was great. It was an unbelievably good version, and it's gone. It was great. We were possessed by that song. Yep. When we we played a show right right after we heard that song, and all we kept playing the, that riff over and over and over again. It was perfect. Really, it was really good. Really, really good. I miss it. I I hope one day I'll just be like I'll be at like my old man's house. Like my old man will die, and I'll be going through all my old <laughs> stuff that he just left in the basement, and I'll find it. You know, it's, uh, it's no problem. I, I'm sure that I'll be stocking shelves at Old Navy at some point and hear it, and then I'll say, Andrew, you, <laughs> you can't get what happened. All right, listen, I know. I'm just, I got to make a call. I'm sorry. Stop Andrew, yelling at me. Andrew, you have to come to the Oak Ridge Mall right now. <laughs> you have to get in the car, get in the Honda, and stand, stand on it. All right. The fuck else do I have to do? Why not? By then, we'll be sharing a car. Jesus. True friends. So, so your plan is for us to be closer together, then? Yeah. I get really mad when I listen to podcasts where people like live together or like just always in the same rooms. Fucking fuck you. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. Really obnoxious. So you don't like same rumors? No, I, I, I'm jealous of same rumors. I'm jealous of how easy it is to just fucking slap together and then you're, you're good to go. Whereas we We have to be, we have to like hold a fucking seance over aging computers to, uh, to make this work. (laughs) Oh, you just reminded me of my favorite into another song. I feel like having a seance. Remember that song? No, I don't. That sounds terrible. Oh, okay, so this is um, into another. And remember into another, right? This is a Home Depot ad for 
oh, from Mulch on. coming on uh, right before whatever song no, you think you're about to play on YouTube. On. This, no, this is the song about barnacles for sure. No, you know, it takes too long. I, mean, I just typed in into another seance and it was like something else. It was, yeah, it was not happening. No, it was not very good. Um, <clears throat> so, But they had a song called I Feel Like Having a Seance. The song was I called remember. I Feel Like Having a Seance. Oh, <laughs> Those God. are the lyrics. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that was the that was the peak of hardcore people pretending to like music. Yeah, oof. They go, they go really through good. stages every couple of years. That happens. Oh my god, it was amazing, and it was like they, you know you had like the Johnny Cashes and whatever, but then you had this this like these bands that would come out like Iceburn. Yeah, band like oh I love jazz. <laughs> they would say I love jazz, especially Iceburn. I mean, it was like. I'm not going to listen to Miles Davis. No, absolutely not. Like, I like I'm, jazz. I just don't like jazz, you know? Right. Like, if I wouldn't listen to Larry Coryell if you put a gun to my head. But I'll listen to Iceburn all day. Straight edge, white straight edge kids from Utah playing jazz. Ugh, Jesus. And got signed to victory. Amazing. Somebody else did that shit, too. Who the fuck else? There was another, like, awful fucking fake jazz band. Why can't I think of them? I don't know. Fuck. Wait, I don't, oh, it'll, oh, it'll come God. to me. It, it was. Oh, it was, it was like. Um, yes, I totally remember that. More than they played more than Music Fest. <laughs> Again. So, how have you been, Andrew? How's your week been? Now that we're doing a weekly podcast, it only took us this small amount of time. Here's like five years. We've always <laughs> done a weekly feel? podcast. If I anyone know. disputes that, it's fake news. Well, that's the thing. I mean, even if we don't do a full episode, we're always out there doing something. You just have to follow us. That's that's a great you know? point. You know what? If you if it seems like we didn't podcast for six weeks at some point, it's because you weren't following all the other things that uh, that we do. Right. You know, we have whole other lives on social media. I share photos that make people laugh, make people think. Maybe I have my uh, I have my inflammatory uh, video commentary channel on YouTube. You can find that. Do you really? I don't. <laughs> raging at raging Andrew. I, I should, but I don't. We should. I've thought about doing a total Ryan Van Wick tribute. You know, because Raging Rob has a has an, a hater called Raging Dad. He really, yeah, that dude is uh, not and funny. Not funny at all. I mean, I, it takes a lot for me to side with Raging Rob who is a virulent racist and a, and a crazy trucker who's just going to end up killing somebody one day. But I, I side with him because his haters are so bad at hating. Bad hater. I respect you. If you're good at hating, I respect you. For instance, I was at a spelling bee the other day. What? And I went up and I was about to spell the word. And you know me when I got on the mic. Total ham, right? And what? this guy said, it's not an open mic. I looked at him. I just looked at him. And I was like, God, shut up. Wait, what? Everybody wants to be everyone wants to be a comic these days. Oh, you mean about the spelling bee? Yeah, I got this I got this wine that's like unfiltered and I'm wondering if maybe like I'm uh, hallucinating. No, I went to a spelling bee. And um <clears throat> I uh I spelled the word supersede correctly. Good job. And still lost. Because they had a panel committee who were like rapidly Googling things with their phones and they said, nope, that's not right. They had a but panel. Yes. A panel yes. for a thing that is pass fail. It's either spelled correctly or not. Andrew, 
you know where I live. Right? I mean, what is spelling though? Really, like if you think about it. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's spelling a word correctly. That's what spelling is. <laughs> you know that it's um, it's if it's something that's happening in Albany, it's going to be done a by committee and b not very well. You should have set that place on fire. I re- you know think I would have you would have improved the city wildly if there was like fucking flesh dripping off of bone where there used to be this fucking shitty bar. Well, it's funny you say that because two things happened that night. One, the place was way like it was filled to the gills. Dear God! Now, where imagine like it was too over to capacity, but so many people there it was like really hot. I was wearing a thermal shirt and a sweatshirt, and I was like dying, sweating. So everybody was in kind of a crabby mood. Yep. And um, it was, I thought it was fun, and it was fun. And I started doing my pro wrestler shit where I'm like, the fix is in. This is bullshit. I challenge you to a rematch. You know, just trying to be fun. But then I realized that everybody there is like 20, and they just look at me like, oh, my. This yeah, guy no got, one, got, this guy no got done fixing cars. And I, <laughs> yeah. What like, you I just should look. have done realistically is the guy who said it's not an open mic, you should have just walked out there and hit him with the butt of your revolver that you had hidden in your pants. I thought about wearing like a fake shoulder holster and just like taking my <laughs> coat off and then it's just right there like the Wolf Harold thing. <laughs> like I just open carry the uh, spelling bee. <laughs> I think more people should open carry events. I feel like you'd probably get shot in the neck if you did that. I think, oh, by who? Right. By because one kid would get fucking hysterical and then call the SWAT team. The SWAT team would walk in, not ask you questions, and shoot shoot you to the neck first. Well, like a, oh, I think it would be fine. Honestly, what a way to what a way to go. I mean, it'd be an, it'd be a cool phone call for me. Like he did a what? At who a would where? Call you? What? Who would call you? Nick Warkle. Would I don't. Call yeah, you I don't know. Him. I'm not sure who would call me. Maybe Mark. I don't know. Maybe Mark. I don't know. Had a Super Bowl party at Nick's house. You know, I saw the photos. I was wondering if you were at that. I there were well, it was funny because also a very Albany thing. There were two rooms. Andrew or uh, Andrew, um, Nick set up the place to have like a kind of like a one room was like the cool kids room, and then one room was like the people watching football room. Was it done by committee? Uh, no, it was just sort of like how it happened. It's exactly how it happens at shows. I would say bars. I think that's how most fucking Super Bowl parties <laughs> yeah. break down. You've got the it's people true. who are watching it, and then people in the other room who are like, Ugh, how many oh, minutes yeah. are left? Oh, that was it, exactly. But I kept yelling things like, the fix is in, this is bullshit. And people, you know, people thought I was kind of a goober, which I love. Yeah. Um, there's some dogs running around. I thought it was great. I thought the Super Bowl was awful. I like that you're you're really into the fixes in. That's good. Like it, it's really uh, it's helping to solidify us as this generation's fucking Norman Mailer and George Plimpton. That's, that's really good. <laughs> we really are this generation's Norman Mailer and George Plimpton. <laughs> you are the George Plimpton. I'll you, take that. Uh, you know George Plimpton uh, had a book called Open Net, where he played a a shift for the Boston Bruins as a goalie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, what a what a great book! Wild life yeah. that man had. Yeah, I read a bunch of George Plimpton books. Actually, like it's really like if you have two hours on a Sunday afternoon, you can you can like destroy these books. They're so readable. Yeah, I think there's a documentary about him floating around on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. Worth uh, worth watching. He played the uh, he played quarterback for the Lions at one point yep. too, like the old timey like leather helmet Lions, though not like the Barry Sanders Lions. This is a dude who like you could run through, like it'd be like a Mortal Kombat fatality. Yeah, it would be great. Sub Zero. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Super Bowl was 
awful. That was yeah. that was the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched. Like easily. Oh yeah, no, I I was I said it was a, an excellent preseason game. I had all the drama of a preseason game. I love the backbreaking interception that was thrown, though. I love that. I mean, th- that was that was the highlight of the game, and it happened six minutes in. Not even six minutes. <laughs> Exactly. And the Patriots, it was great because the Patriots were like, everybody counted us out. It's like, no. No one can, no one, like, no one cared. That's, no, that's broke, a different you thing. You fucking tied George Hallis for the most championships ever, Bill Belichick. Like, you know, you, nobody thinks you're terrible, okay? I mean, you're terrible. You're terrible people. You're awful. And Julian Edelman is definitely on those fancy rich people. Yeah. <laughs> like, for your steroids you can't trace or, <laughs> yet, or, if ever. But um, it seemed like know, for whatever. one second Julian Edelman was on the field in two different places at once. That couldn't be right. And he's got right, some right. fucking some dude on the sideline who looks like uh, Doc Brown <laughs> from fucking Back to the Future pressing buttons. Fake beard. Yeah, exactly. They they split him. all of all of every atom in his body was split into two. And for one brief moment in time, and they even did it with a clothes so he wouldn't appear nude. Yeah, well, Julian Edelman taking advantage of the little known, little understood fucking Heisenberg's uncertainty play. It's, it's in the rules. It's in the rules. That's it. It's in the you way. Know? It's in the rules. Where does it say I can't do it? No, oh, they they telegraphed or they teleported fucking forty four people onto the field at uh, fucking a uh, one count. Whoops! Too many men in the field. That's it. I love that the skybox. Roger Goodell's skybox was full of celebrities, including Jeff Bezos. Is that right? I didn't. Yeah, even, you know what? I barely watched the game. Like I just, I was on my phone the whole time, being like, "This fucking sucks." I would look up and be like, "Yes, sucks. this still sucks." So I missed all that good stuff. I also loved that uh, Nelson Mandela called the game. Oh, that's really cool. I like that a no, lot. It, it's a, yeah. it's a bummer that he had to work so hard to make it exciting. Well, he's like, uh, you know, Tony. Um, and he's like, oh, Nelson. Uh, you know, Tony Romo's doing his thing, his soothsayer thing, and then like. At some point, Nelson just looks over at him. He's like, "You got, you got to give me, you got to give me." I see. I always do the low, and then get, then I, you know, then I lock when right into it. When you get to the it. high, it works. It's good. I, it's like you've got to. Um, okay, I got to Okay, mm, all right, I'm, all right. Take it from the top. All right, fine. my motivation. Right, Nelson Mandela calling uh, the breaking Super Bowl. the chains. Go. Okay, take one, uh, Tony. Thank you very much, Tom. Oh, God, I can't fucking do it anymore. Oh, on the spot. This is how the sausage is made, everybody. Yep. Uh, okay, Tony. Oh, God, I can't. Thank you. Uh, see, this is a very <laughs> important moment Moment in uh, this year. The NFL is a very interesting. God, I can't really do it anymore. Yeah. I have, wow. I'm going to practice. I got it all. <laughs> I got it. That was when I did. Well, that's up there when I did the, the fucking. When I tried to do Derek Jeter and he just ended up like, oh, I tried to do Ichiro and it was just a Spanish there accent. There you go. There you go. That was, I was going to say, I don't remember Derek Jeter. I clearly remember Ichiro. And then we did a whole sideline with Ichiro. It was, it was like somehow Spanish. No, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> the good old days where we could say whatever we wanted. Damn. For all the sponsors. You know, t- Tony, I think that, um, welcome to the grind. I'm Nelson Mandela. <laughs> And uh, we're, we're going to have a great grind. time. There we go. Okay, that's the grind. Okay, welcome, fans of American football. We're going to have a great time tonight. Is Tony Romo's out here? God, I can't do it, really. Oh, well. I mean, you know, it's uh, all right. I'm no, no, no one's got a gun to your head. 
Nah, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to keep trying, though, guys. Don't worry. All you people. Don't worry. I'm going to keep peppering Nelson Mandela in as many. I'm going to shoehorn him in as please. many times as I can tonight. Please. Will you really? Will I? Sure. I'll, yeah. I'll throw some Nelson Thank Mandela you. in the ring. You got it. Thank All right, you, pal. What, we've been rolling for about, what, like, 10 minutes now, give or take? About 10 minutes, yeah. I'll give you uh, I'll, I'll give you three Nelson Mandela prompts before we wrap okay. this podcast. I have to listen to his voice first. All right. I've, I don't know if I've ever actually heard his voice. Oh, my God. You have when I did the impression. Well, that's right. I, I, heard, I heard him get channeled through you. Is that what he sounds like right there? It's wild. No. Oh. <laughs> I feel like having a seance. All my comrades in the... Oh. Listen to this. Wow, that, can you believe it, right? No, Revolution I can't. Records, I think everyone who owns this should turn on their electric stove and put their hand to the coils for five seconds. <laughs> you know, they should do the thing where, um, what I mistakenly thought, that Sylvia Plath cooked herself in... Did I ever tell you that story? <laughs> yeah. I was in... Like you thought she turned was, the broiler on. I... Fuck, it's what I thought, because there's that famous picture of her in the stove with her head in the fucking oven. And I said, I think, I, was, I don't know who I was talking to, but I was like, what a terrible way to go. I must have taken hours. Like, oh, it didn't do all that pain. And they're like, no, it's actually really like quick and painless. And I was like, what? And they're like, do you think that she baked herself to death? And I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> then I realized that it was a gas stove. I mean... How fucking stupid. It's not your finest hour for sure, but you know, it's all right. <laughs> I just wanted to think uh, how how bad could it help I me and how much can you... I, I mean, I used to really hate myself, but I would never burn myself for hours in a G, in an old GE stove that hasn't been cleaned since Thanksgiving. Who is the... I can't remember the uh, the Greek prisoner of war who held his hand over the fire until it burned completely off. Rather than uh, rather than give up his compatriots, I'm fairly certain it was Nelson Mandela. I mean, an, I, an uh, act of extreme bravery. <laughs> Famous for extreme bravery. There we go. A little bit better. Famous for extreme bravery, ladies and gentlemen, me, <laughs> Nelson Mandela. He's back. All right, that was one. Nels- yes, Nelson Mandela introducing himself. To the African National Congress, how ex- ladies and gen- ladies and gentlemen, me. I mean, it, he should have come out to like fucking Danger Zone or some shit, like Ultimate Warrior <laughs> face paint on. Oh my god, that would have been amazing! But instead, he came out to into another. Oh my god, it was so strange. <laughs> it would have been a fucking yeah. Awesome. Yo, turn your electric stove on and put your hand to it if you own that record. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Wait, who? Who's going to do that? Anyone who owns that record in any real way. You now you uh, are you are you familiar with the indulgences in in the Roman Catholic Church? My I'm familiar with mindless self-indulgence, the Jesus band. Jesus Christ. So <laughs> in the 14th century, if you wanted to like fucking knock boots with your cousin or some shit that was just like not cool, you just go to the church <laughs> and be like Yo, this I want to cool. fuck my cousin. Can I float you twenty bucks, and you can just fucking tell tell God that it's it's legit? Wow! And the priest would be like, "Yeah, man, you got it. Don't worry. give me the twenty. We're good. Fucking have at it." Um, hmm. so you you've you've been given an indulgence by owning that record. You know that's that's how life is, is, is <laughs> has has played it out. But there's a new pope in town, and it's me. Oh. 
and I'm <laughs> saying that that shit is fucking not gonna stand, and now you've got to do penance. And if you ever bought that record, what is that fucking bullshit you just played me? Uh, into another. Into another. If you bought an Into Another record, you now have to go and turn your stove on and hold your hand, <laughs> your palm, to the burner hold of the stove for five yes. seconds. Hold your, put your hand into and the no fire. And no bullshit where you hold it above. Your skin has no. to make contact with the heating element or the fucking, whatever, the grill. Uh, for grill. five seconds. I want to see the round grill marks. Yeah, did you ever see that season stove. of the, the shield where they try yeah. and make that dude leave and he won't leave so they hold his face to the stove? I'm talking like that, like for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really what good do. show. That, that show doesn't get the accolades it probably should. It was, mm. uh, it was good shit. Much like Into Another. They do not get the accolades. It's the either. exact opposite of Into Another <laughs> in every possible yeah. way. <laughs> Come on, man. Jesus. So, I mean... <clears throat> so... Let's try to do this a different way because okay. we're we're a little all over the place tonight, and that's good. I th- you that's know good. It's, we Love we that. switch it up a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna rather than doing a section of questions, hmm. I'm gonna throw you questions. Okay, randomly as we go. Oh, cool! So like we'll, from the from the ass box, exactly. I'm just gonna. I haven't looked at it, so just gonna just gonna go for it. Go for it, just gonna, Are you gonna allow me to do my impression of? Um, Nelson Mandela arriving to the UN with music playing and him introducing himself? Or would you like to have a ring announcer introduce him? <laughs> I mean, definitely a ring announcer because they'd announce his weight, which would for some reason be really funny to me. <laughs> okay. And down to 127 pounds after years of malnutrition in the, in the camps. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the United Nations. In this corner, weighing 130 pounds from malnutrition, age 67, from Lesotho, South Africa, please welcome Nelson Mandela, Mandela. I'm fucking going for it over here. I'm so fucking excited. Hello, everybody. Thank you. I love Helmet. First of all, a big thank you to Helmet, my favorite band. Oh, yeah, Helmet's playing live. That wasn't that wasn't pre-recorded. Helmet's up on like a second stage, further in the back. Oh my Helmet's God. just fucking just playing L I V E live in the fucking UN. <laughs> Set up on the carpet with like they have like a blanket down so they don't hurt the UN <laughs> carpet. God forbid. Like, oh, you're getting wood chips all over the... Can you play the drums a little less intensely? And they're like, uh, have you heard uh, the song? There's only one the way to play. All the bad nations are like a little too close, so they're getting the bad mix, and they're like, the drums are a little too loud. It's just, yes. yeah, it's like fucking... Fucking Lux Luxembourg is like, oh, 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 fuck, why did they see this here? This sucks. Jesus, turn down. Oh, my God. Why did they DI the bass? It's such a small place. Why are they that doing shit where The bass is too loud, and the fucking, that light in the cabinet is fucking peeking up at every, every now and then. <laughs> and in this corner, weighing... What do we say? Uh, standing six foot seven from, from the Ukraine. <laughs> Leonid the Reaper Gorbachev. Wow. His name's not. His name's Mikhail Gorbachev. I can't believe we got tickets for this. This is so good, right? I, I kind of like Leonid better than Mikhail. Mikhail Gorbachev. Gorbachev. 
Uh, as a special guest, Bill Clinton's ghost. <laughs> uh, no. uh, I'm not doing a Bill Clinton impression. I really wish that the UN was a little more like this. If I'm being honest, I'd be yeah. I'd pay more attention to world affairs. I'd pay more money to the UN than I already do. Like, can you United. imagine if like the UN's having dramatic moment and at the peak of it? Iran runs over to fucking like India and steals their yearly budget and runs backstage and then like the fight goes backstage. Yeah. Wild, wild shit. Fucking... Holy fuck. As they're fighting, Pakistan out of nowhere with the chair. <laughs> and then helmet kicks in. Oh my god. That's right. Iran, give that money back. It's not yours. <laughs> Because they just have money laying around in the U.S. Yeah, they, just, they all bring their budget there. It's wild. It's Everyone, okay, that's a new rule. A title like, belt, like the, you just have to have a belt that's so ornate that it costs your yearly budget. God. This is, yeah, but everybody's like, okay, we're all, it's just like, it's like no country for old men. Everybody brings a big, big, big briefcase of money. <laughs> you know? It's like, all right, everybody put your money on the table. Put your money where your mouth is. And then everybody gets those greed eyes, especially when Helmet's playing, too. They're, they're eyeing up all the money. They're like, ugh, more money than we've ever we seen. We should have asked for more to fucking do this gig. This is fucking, this is both lame and dangerous. There's like 20 people aiming guns at us every time we're in this building. Man, I think that it would be fine, honestly. What if they, what if they up and left? Who would, uh, <laughs> who would replace them, do you think? I mean, who could replace Helmet? I don't know. Mm. I mean... It'd be cool if it was just ministry. Like, it was just like, it was, it was fucking Al and some jobber, and they're just po- both plugged in DI. Oh, my God. And they were playing nothing but with sympathy songs. Yeah, really good. Oh, my God. It would be great. Ain't got time for what you need. Okay, here we go. I'm ready. Need a morning victory? Get yes, I do. Like <laughs> God damn it. I hate Wow. I stand against McDonald's. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. If wait, if that's what you're, what you stand against, big time. Ladies and gentlemen. All right. Welcome to the United Nations. <laughs> Featuring Ministry with Al Jorgensen, all cleaned up. Who's uh, who's that fucking referee from UFC? Who's been doing it for like fucking like two decades? Um, Dana Gould. John McCarthy, is that right? I feel like it's yes. John McCarthy. Yeah, like that, like, that right. fucking dude. Let's have a clean, let's have a clean debate. Yeah, let's have a let's get it on. Clean litigation. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. And he's like, oh, <laughs> like Puchos, Puchos, Golly's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, weighing ninety-seven pounds from Addis Ababa, Africa. Puchos, Puchos, Golly, Golly. He like ambles up to the stage, takes him ten minutes, and then people are like, I thought he was dead. Can do fucking like crowd shots. It'll be like uh, like George W. Bush, like kind of listening intently because Tank <laughs> Abbott's like whispering in his ear, like giving him strategy, and they're like, Oh yeah, okay, I got it. Like, wow. oh, they would show up with a fighter, Boudreaux, Boudreaux, Golly, and Butterbean. Oh my god. Nations would pick fighters to fucking like try and submit each other. Wow, what a what a cool uh, world that would be. Mr. Gali, you it's your choice. <laughs> it's Mr. Gali, 
It's up to you to pick your fighter now. Who do you choose? Well, I, uh, I think that Tank Abbott is a great fighter, although a little old. We are going as a nomination. We are going with with Frank Shamrock. Woo! Wow! All right. I'm naming all these ancient fighters. I'm just like, really like not up to date <laughs> on his shit, but okay, cool. <laughs> we are going. Who's that guy? Who's the? guy? It was the guy who did all the backyard fighting. Oh, fuck. What was his goddamn name? Oh. Did he die? I think he died, didn't he? He died, but it doesn't matter. So was Boutros, Boutros, Gallo. That's true. Yeah, we're in Bill Clinton's <laughs> ghost is officiating. So I guess we've got access to these people. Yo, what the fuck was by his name? Why Clinton. can't I think of it? Kimbo Slice. <laughs> officiated by Bill Clinton's ghost. <laughs> That's scheming Iran as a country built on deception. We I feel like, proudly choose Kimbo Slice. I feel like they choose Bald Bull from uh, from Mike Tyson's Punch Out. <laughs> as long as we're bending reality into a really fucking Boris fine pretzel here. Boris Yeltsin. Oh my God. Who do you choose? As a country, we choose Blanca. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the animated characters are showing up. So and cool. all the whole time, Ministry is bringing it home with their brand of synth pop. Man, what a great time. The United Nations, you know, say what you will about the United Nations, but it sounds like a fucking I, great time. I would say a lot. If, if if let off the leash, I'd say a lot. If let off the leash, I'd say a lot. Yes. All right. I got a Ladies question for you. Okay. What's the question? Do you have... <laughs> it feels weird to fucking throw questions in now. Do you no, have no. a rivalry with Axe to Grind? I love both shows and want you to get along. Why don't you go ahead and take this one? Uh, no. <laughs> Do we? You want me to go in on extra grind? Why don't you uh, go in? <clears throat> all right. Um, no rivalry at all, actually. I uh, love Bob. Way to go in. You really killed it there. Fine. <laughs> you know what? You know, let me tell you something, Daddy. There we are. Let me tell you something, Daddy. There is only one world champion, and you're looking at him. There many have tried. Few have succeeded. None have succeeded in claiming our belt. They don't get us. They tried. They 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 gave us a good fight. They didn't get us off our feet. No, nah. no. They had us front. All three three guys, left, right, and center in front of us. They didn't get us off our feet. They didn't get our money. And now what? <laughs> they didn't get our money. Neither did we. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I could. Uh, yeah. I could say. You know. Um, our shoes cost more than their house. That's true. And, um, you know, when you walk around town wearing a $10,000 Rolex, custom made from head to toe, Daddy. custom made, using a Shure SM7 microphone, um, you know, using pro gear, being able to come up with bits off the, off the cuff, you know? A sh- being very condensed in what we talk about with a wealth of hardcore knowledge that we don't feel the need to prove. No, not we even don't, a little bit. You know, in the words of your immortal Ray Capo, I don't need to prove it to anybody because I already proved it to myself. So ask yourself a question. What are you trying to prove? That you know stuff? Because guess what, daddy? <laughs> that train left about 10 hours ago. 
Good one. Good one. Good, good one. going good. in. Good. Good shoot. Good uh, no, shoot. No rivalry, but I challenge them to a duel. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I think I would. I between the three of them, I think I I am confident in my ability. If it became to fisticuffs, I think I would I would be able to leave the room with uh, minor injuries. No, definitely not. Um, <laughs> I think I would use one of them to swing one of them around to the other two. It would be, it would be fun like a, to have you and Patrick fist fight. Would that really be fun? That'd be a scream for the rest of us. We'd love it. Um, <laughs> it would be. I'd have fun. to fight Bob. Tom would definitely abstain. He'd. Uh, yeah, he'd it'd be Tom be like you know what? I just, I just, I, I disavow <laughs> violence in all its forms. Meanwhile, we're just fucking whipping the shit out of each other. It'll be good. Okay, so, so like me, you, and Goody against <laughs> oh, all odds. Goody's in with this, all right? Oh yeah, me, you, and Goody. <laughs> we, we're all. We go over to. Uh, wow. See, we have. See, and that's another thing. We have one. We have a plaza. One of our our address is one overnight drive plaza. That's true. They have you can what? see it from the BQE if you squint. Yeah, if you squint, you just see it. it's like this brightest building. It's right near that. Uh, it's right near that weird soccer field, Icon Field, that nobody ever uses. Do you ever, um, do you ever <clears throat> fly into West Palm Beach Airport and you drive north on wherever uh, that stupid fucking highway is, ninety five? Yeah. And as you go north there's this one in uh, across this sea of just trees and auto parts stores there's this one beautiful pink building mm. i don't know what the fuck it is but it's striking and that is the same as uh, as one overnight drive plaza it's striking right, against the skyline the blighted skyline yeah that is where we go sometimes we go we that's sometimes that's where we record sometimes but i'll tell you that's what. where i do deals yeah we're not sitting in some apartment somewhere, huddled around a microphone like like a like a fire barrel, trying to stay warm because we're running out of ideas. No, our fuel is upstairs. Our minds are sharp, sharper than the sharpest knife. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You're, I you're we really still, losing it here. I thought I was still doing a shoot. Good I shoot. Thought I was still. Good I shoot. thought I was still doing a promo against uh, Axtergrun. What's your favorite cut of steak? Oh, are you still asking me questions? Yeah, I'm just, okay. just throwing at you. <laughs> I feel like any time we start to go long, I'll just fucking throw a question and it'll, oh, it'll no. disrupt so this everything. This is just a buffer to get me to shut the fuck up. I get it. Um, fine. I um, <clears throat> I've ever cut a steak. Center cut, right? Center cut. I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know. Um, it's a center cut. Um, it's probably a you know, twenty-four ounce center cut. I don't like fat and I don't like bone, so I just want the 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 that awesome hardcore deal. That's fascinating because I, I would go almost exclusively fat and bone if given the opportunity. Yeah, like a not. bone-in ribeye, I will fuck around with that a lot. Would you eat the marrow inside? Yeah, fuck it. After you eat it, would you hold up, hold it up, and look through it like it was a monocle? I guess, or you know, I mean, I got, <laughs> I got my instant pot right there. Just fucking throw it in there and start to make a broth. Andrew, can I come and hang out for a weekend? I don't see why not. Sure. Oh, we could do instant pot all night. We could just fucking instant pot our our, our weekend away. That'd be what, let's do that, and then have Goody come over. We oh, you know what we should do? Hot dog. We go to Goody's restaurant. We cause a scene, just like that scene in the Blues Brothers. That is a great idea. Did you like, like him uh, texting us in the group chat about doing karaoke? That was wild. Fuck. Yeah, can we read uh, Sean? Because <laughs> we have, I love. You know what? I I'm love... so I'm so afraid of hurting Sean Duty's feelings. No, yeah, like I I don't have many friends anymore. in my life anymore. Almost everybody has left me. I no, I, I gotta um, I gotta keep on Goody's good side. Otherwise, he's gonna yeah. leave me, and I'll be sad. Maybe, maybe left with me. I know. Wow. Right? <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> I mean, we do this little podcasting, but you'd be like, oh, great. My only friend now. Cool. Like a fucking person who tries to kill himself every two years. <laughs> yeah, fucking, he's, fucking try to put his head in the oven, but he turned the heat on. I don't understand why he did that. He's got a bald <laughs> whoa, spot whoa. in the back of his head now. Yeah, I don't even work for Sylvia Plath. What the fuck? I read all her books. That's why I got so sad. <laughs> we should buy goodies and like, like a Sylvia Plath book. Um, Get them all in the mood. This, but is, I would love to go to his restaurant. We should do that. All right. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll we'll talk after this. We'll yeah. uh, we'll, we'll figure we'll, it out. We'll figure it out. Um, like, late breaking. This question just came in. Oh my god! Can Mexicans say the N word? Oh wow. shit! Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, all, every to... every fucking person Mexican descent just hit the edge of their seats, waiting for this judgment. You're the fucking you're the Brett Kavanaugh of Mexicans saying the N word. What what you say no. goes. I think no, no, because it's you know I think that it's uh, just as bad as um, any other epithet that makes somebody feel bad about them with their heritage. It's like a bone. It's like a bone deep insult. You know, like a really bad. No, I don't think it's okay. It's not a nice thing to say. There's a million other words to use to make somebody feel bad about themselves. You can call them fat, ugly. You don't have to use the N word. You don't have to get racial. All right. There you go, Mexico. You know, you can, call, you can them, just, call them a jerk. A, it's a really mean thing to call somebody. Yeah. Like, what a jerk or a drip. What a you drip. Know? That's a really bad, like, what's something that just, like, really, like, really tears someone down? I I think the simplest shit works. I think jerk is a really fucking hurtful thing to say. I like, I like saying your father should have shot the load in the sink. That's very nice. You want yeah. to get me really mad? Tell me to shut up. Oh, hey. I'll, I'll break whatever fucking glass I'm drinking out of and try and put it in your neck. It makes me so yeah. mad. I had an ex-girlfriend say that and also call me a loser. When Ooh, I was walking when I was walking losers down. Losers harsh. The, yeah, when I was walking down the stairs. And then <laughs> uh and then texted me photos of my things on the uh on the front in front of the house. Oh yeah, I remember this. It was, <laughs> that was good. adorable. Oh, just adorable. Uh. Some, some fresh stunting. A lot of good life choices um, there. Really good. Boy, you know, I I can calculate the moment that my momentum stopped and <laughs> haven't gotten it back. <laughs> Crazy, right? No, I have, actually. I've, it took me a while to get over it, but I, I, I'm doing more now than I ever have, and I feel really good about everything. Life is good um, for the moment. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's good forever. But Give it time. No, things are, things are really rolling, man. Wow. All right, I'm a new divorcee, and I'm trying to gauge the ladies scene in 2019. Looking for pro tips as I'm a goddamn noob after 12 years of a terrible marriage. Whoa, your fault. I would say we got we got we got a hurt fucking. What am I gonna say? We got a hurt puppy here. We got a we got a we got a broken wing. <laughs> oh man, I should play take these broken wings. <laughs> um, well, go for it. Give this uh, give this dude some direction. I got nothing. Is it a dude or a woman? Um, it says trying to gauge the ladies scene. Uh, after 12 years of marriage, I guess it's still up in the air, but I'm going to play the probabilities and say it's a man. Okay, well. There we go. All right, Broken Wing, listen up. It doesn't ma- It's inconsequential that it's been 12 years because that's time that you'll never get back. Just like, but you know what? You don't remember the gas you spent. The gas you spent getting around. You don't remember the meals you had. I do. I do on both accounts. It drives me nuts. 
<laughs> you don't remember the combination to your uh, to the to your lock in high school. You don't remember any of that little shit. So you, Five, what eight, four, I six. <laughs> so what I tend to do, even though Andrew's foiling me at every moment. What I tend to do is to push all of that stuff, roll all that stuff into the, the carpet of, of nonsense and put it in the attic of not caring. And I just turn all of those things into little inconsequential moments that, in the grand scheme of things, don't mean a lot. You know, and that's tough to say, and I'm not, and, and I am 100% minimizing your 20, your 12 year mistake. Because that's a 12 fucking year mistake Because you probably knew that shit after the first year And you stuck it out For why? You probably still don't know You stuck it out because we have history And uh, nobody's like Nobody's like them You know like And uh, so you break up, get back together Break up, get back together And then you look around and it's the future (laughs) There's no (laughs) But there's no flying cars and there's no world just peace. flying plates as they're being thrown at you. Right, just a flying mug in the morning, you know. And then you, then like your your couples, your your second couples therapist thought it was a keen idea to get a dog, but you weren't allowed to name it. Another another column of bitterness, another fucking cup of bitterness to fill right to the brim. Like, oh well, I guess I stuck with a beagle named Paxton for eleven years. Excellent. Um. <clears throat> cool i don't even like beagles what the fuck just happened anyway uh you need to get your shit your shit together stand up both two feet get all wash all of that shit out of your hair you got money shit tied. you probably after 12 years you probably got a little bit of money shit tied up somewhere untie that shit yo i don't know though fucking getting divorced after 12 years your money might be basically spent i'm not sure <sighs> Can't you just go to We the People for four hundred bucks and get the divorce. I don't know. I kit? mean, I feel like, yeah, I I don't understand why people don't just do that shit. I don't know. I don't. I don't. The, the the way marriages work are very like opaque to me. I don't understand. I don't understand how. I don't understand I don't how either. two people get into something that's really acrimonious and they want to go to court. <laughs> Like yeah. fucking, do you, why would you ever want to go to court for anything ever? Just fucking sign a paper no. and just get the fuck away from each other. So strange. I was on a walk last night with a friend of mine, and we heard a couple say, "If we get engaged in November, we can have a summer wedding." They said that to each other. Wow. I mean, I don't know. You know I don't know if they said that to. I don't know if they said that to flex on us or why. We we're just walking. I would. I say that to people. I, sometimes I'm walking alone, and I'll say that shit. <laughs> yeah, talking to yourself, you'd be like, yeah, just walking in the street, mumbling, a, and people are like, "Oh, maybe he was wearing AirPods," but they know I wasn't. I was just walking <laughs> down the street. Oh, you know, you're talking to yourself about your destination wedding. And, well, we've uh, got to go to Bali. What? We've got to go to Bali for about? this wedding. Then we're gonna end up. End up uh, we're gonna hang out in Guam for a little while. You know, Guam is where uh, where the 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 day begins for the whole world, right? <laughs> For America. Is that right? I thought it was Alaska somewhere. No, uh, Maine. Um, Guam is where the day begins. Are you living on a planet where the sun rises in the west? Yes. Okay. Yes, I am. <laughs> I saw that on a, a license plate holder. It says it was on a Mercedes. And it said, Guam, where the nation's day begins. And I said, I don't know if that's right. And I oh, the flag okay. I down. guess if it's on the other side of the date line. Okay. I, I, I see what they're doing there. Right. Yeah. But even so, it's like. 
Yeah, but it's Guam. So, I mean, should Guam let us know what's going to happen? Should we the move day to Guam? Maybe that's, maybe that's our move. move to Guam? I saw somebody, a mutual friend of ours, posted a uh, very inexpensive room, comparably, and uh, today. And I was like, God, in that Guam? would be... No, in Brooklyn. Oh. And I was like, man, that would be great. <laughs> like, I'm so cashed out in Albany. I would move to Guam. It'd be great. I would. And uh, I just got caught into, you, you know, you, you're you listening and you look at a question and then the question goes deeper than you think and you're like, whoa, oh, whoa, no. and then you got to get pulled back no. and you're talking about right. <laughs> Tell me. The question episode. Tell me. <clears throat> All right. Oh, fuck. I was letting my partner eat me out on Sunday. <laughs> okay, good. Good for you guys. Damn. Good. And his good. cat walked in, jumped on the chair... <laughs> And watched us as he made me come and then fucked me. The cat watched the whole time. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Why fuck us? Why? Because we made you think of cats watching? The whole time she was thinking about your sultry voice. <laughs> wow, I hope so. That was actually me doing the eating out. Wow. Yeah. You had a wild uh, weekend. It was wild. I when I, I went after that like a cat goes after valerian or toothpaste. I've never had a cat do either one of those things. Well, but you know, valerian's of, catnip, isn't it? Or is, am I yeah. wrong? Okay. But instead of valerian, it was that sounds that sounds like something I would say that I later I'm like, well, that was really stupid. Why did I say that? That's not real. <laughs> I have three of those every time I, when I listen back. But instead of valerian, it was the furry cup. I was drinking from, and I was showing the cat how. Wow. I wasn't being a very instructive. I said, Patches, come here. The furry cup. Yeah. Jesus Christ. What? Oh, it's so upsetting. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I turned into my father for a moment. Wow, God damn. Yeah. Um, you know what, I'm going to call my dad, because it's the, um, <clears throat> uh, the State of the Union event tonight. Oh, that's right, it's happening, and, uh, what is that, 9 o'clock or some shit? Yeah. You think it's a good idea? Probably not a good idea. I call my dad. He's going to say some inappropriate shit. He will definitely say something racist that we'll have to uh, bleep. Yeah. All right. Never you mind. You should ask him if Mexicans can say the N-word. That'll uh, that'll set him off on a, <laughs> uh, a quality oh, path. No. It, first of all, he would say, what N-word? Beep. He would say the word of after. Course. Yeah. No. My father, no. My, fa- like, my father's a lot of things. Uh, and he's a, literally a lot of things because he's a big guy. But he's not a racist, not really. <laughs> like, because uh, you have people, you you've got people who are legitimate racists who just do well, racist things, feel racist ways, and then you have yeah, like dads. My father loves to tell this fucking story oh, okay, no. oh, about fuck. this guy named Keith Georgia. I wish this fucking seat had a seat belt. I feel like I have to strap in. Buckle up. Uh, <laughs> there's this guy who we used to work at the shop, right? Called Keith. His name was Keith Georgia. He was developmentally disabled. Oh fuck! Oh my god! And my father befriended him by hook or by crook. His my father. I love that. I love that idiom. So I use it. Um, by hook or by crook, my father befriended him. Not and then like after realizing that he lived in our neighborhood, and then he would sit on the front porch talking, as uh, talking to my dad. But my dad couldn't like. My dad would talk loud. You know, like a like a, a tourist, like a tourist would. Oh, sure. And when it's like, 
if you're like in a cab uh, and like the person's from like, um, you know, Africa and you're like, rapido, rapido, you know, like mm-hmm. you say like, you know, like you're speaking Spanish to them, that kind of thing. My father would just speak very loudly to him. Well, one day Keith Georgia got a free house from Habitat for Humanity. All right, Keith Georgia. But the t- the tables turned on him and uh, his girlfriend left him. Because he was getting a lot of heat from their, all their other developmentally disabled friends. Can you imagine? Like for getting already, a house? For, yeah, for getting a free house. Oh, you right? crab mentality motherfuckers pulling everyone, everyone down. What are you doing? Well, you may be developmentally disabled, but you're also still living on Glens Falls. That's true. So you'd be like, oh, well, who the fuck you think you are, dude? Fuck you. I think fuck I got a, a house, house, bitch. Yeah, like I got a house. But his girlfriend lived, so he lived alone. Fucking, and you're remember, sleeping in a Laredo. I'm sleeping in my house. All right. <laughs> I remember Keith Georgia sitting on our front porch talking about it. And Keith Georgia stood up and said, I'm my own man. And my father always uses that term. I'm my own man. Keith Georgia. <laughs> he also named our cat after uh, a guy named Phil Habib, which was who was like a White House press secretary or something. He is his own man. I'll name that. And then Keith George died under mysterious circumstances. Ooh, shit! How'd your father take that? Uh, he had he, he like had a like a tarp in the garage for a long time, and he um, had me like uh, he's like, hey, take these tools and just like ride around the city and put them different places. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And like some of this them were doesn't feel weird. Now. It was like a garden. Was, one of them was a garden weasel. My God, this is, this is Keith George's Donkey Kong shirt wrapped around this pickaxe. <laughs> this is Keith George's ShopRite name tag. Do you think you should have this tag? He's like, no, that's the point. Get rid of it. God, that's my scheming father. I just accused my father of murder. Yeah, that's terrible. You know, that's all right. He's his own man. <laughs> He's his own man, God damn it. All right. Um... Late breaking, just in. Oh. <laughs> What's your guys' thoughts on Eskimo Brothers? You ever hang with yours and just high five and say GMTA? Either of you Eskimo bros with duty or Patrick Kinlan? Um, not with duty. <clears throat> it's a possibility with Patrick. Um, with you, definitely. Uh, I think yes to all three. Yeah. Oh, to Goody, too? I think. I don't know. My God. We'll have to have him call in. (laughs) We should have Goody call in. What's he doing tonight? I don't know. We we had this whole fucking... uh, We had this whole big plan... To use uh, to to use a new thing where people could call us on the the podcast and it didn't work. So, well, I kept trying to find a vanity vanity number, and you should see my notebook working out like nine one seven hot like hot lamb at one point, <laughs> which is kind of a good number. Is the know. vanity number necessary? I mean, just a number will probably be okay. I, but it's something that people can remember if they're they're out on the streets. That's true. That's fair where, enough. I, I mean, I almost bought a 1-800 number. 1-800-OND-FANS. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what I love to do is go on 
uh, podcast, like really normal, like weenie pod, like improve your podcasting, like Facebook groups, and then see what, like what not to do. And a lot of people like, oh, I just bought my first one eight hundred number, you know, like because people follow those, like they they'll spend like eighty dollars to download a PDF. On how to be a like a successful podcaster. Yo, people love spending. People love to spend money to take courses that are full of things they already know. Yeah, that's well. Do you remember? You must have seen this. That dude, who I probably about a year and a half ago, probably spent like a hundred grand on YouTube ads, and was just like, "Hey, just brought my just bought my Lamborghini. I love to fucking tear ass around the Hollywood Hills." Anyway, I'm selling a course about how to read books. Do you remember this dude? <laughs> no, I don't. I can't remember his name. It's driving me nuts. I got to look it up. But um, yeah, people love buying courses full of shit they already know. It's fucking Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez. <laughs> better than George Lopez, I suppose. I think George Lop- Lopez would probably fucking teach a better class, if I'm being honest. I think we could teach a master class. Man, had to be excellent podcast. You think we could get George Lopez on the podcast? Or he's probably, yeah. I feel like he makes money doing like, like adult oriented shit now. Adult oriented movies. movies. Yeah, it's fucking, uh, <laughs> it's, it's Ty Lopez and George Lopez um, and TT Boy. <laughs> TT Boy. Thank you. I was hoping you'd go for a third, like for a porn star. Have you ever seen that documentary with TT Boy? No. Where he's like, I'm here, you know what? Uh, he's like, gets all mad because like guys in the ba- are talking in the background. And I don't like, all actually these- think I'm gonna Google him. I don't think I could actually pick TT Boy out of a lineup. Let's see. It was B O Y, right? Yeah, TT Boy. A great name. I mean, really. Let's see what do we got. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Maybe I recognize this dude. I don't know. I mean, he's looking hes looking like somebody who gets killed in The Sopranos. Wow. Oh, like Vito? Yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe. Maybe I remember this guy. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it's T.T. Boy. <laughs> T.T. Boy looks terrible. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, you know what? That dude was fucking 25 years ago. It's fine. He, he probably looks really good for his age. My favorite part of the documentary was on... Um... It's like a, it was a Louis Theroux documentary, and they were filming him and Peter North were filming. That's interesting. Uh, I f- feel maybe I did see this. It was like a while ago, right? Like mm-hmm. like a long. Well, it must like have been if him and Peter North ago. were fucking. Yeah, yeah. It was in a car dealership, and they were fucking in a jeep. And TT Boy says, "All these male voices are killing my fucking heart on," <laughs> <laughs> which is really a mantra for life. Yeah, to be perfectly honest. Listeners, if you haven't sat around and, like, fallen down the Louis Theroux fucking K-hole. Should do that. Yeah. I, you know, I still haven't seen the survivalist one, which oh, seems wow. like it'd be directly up my alley. It's interesting. I think Bo Greitz is in a Louis Theroux documentary. Is that, that's probably the one. Yeah. God, we should got to go. Wow, he's going to die soon. I know. <sighs> I just don't know how to get him. I, 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 this is... This Tonight's is why I'm an amateur podcaster because I can't figure out simple things like where to find contact people or contact information for people. Tonight's tonight we're gonna find them. You think it is? All right. Yeah. Um, Hans should do some mushrooms for sure. I think it would straight up be beneficial for his mental. That's it. 
For my mental. For huh? his, but it's not like it just cut off because it says mental and there's a period after mental. So it's like, I, like you ended the sentence. It wasn't like you got cut off. It's beneficial for his mental. <laughs> um, uh, sure. I am mental. I don't know if I agree, but uh, this anonymous person uh, <laughs> can take it up inbox space. Uh, makes a good point. Yeah, I, I thank you very much. If um, uh, if you come down, you and I can both take a macro dose of mushrooms and go to Chandudi's restaurant. And oh, please! How will I act? Great. How will I act on those mushrooms? Only because I get a when I drink too much, I get a really big mouth. Will it be the same thing or will it be different? I don't know. Well, we won't know until you do it. If you come down to Shondudi's restaurant, though, we both need to wear really nice clothes and, and, and you know, kind of show off the joint a little bit. So get ready for that. Oh, really? Yes. Shondudi's oh, restaurant is very nice. So I can't just walk in there in jeans with vans on? I mean, you could or you could walk in there looking real nice and show off the joint. Hmm, new looks. We're going to have to have a new look situation. Yes. Where, like we go to a store and I get <laughs> tailored on everything. That's a really, I thought about that scene today. Nobody knows what we're talking about, but diehards know. But it's the scene in European Vacation where Dr. John has yep. new looks. Really and, good uh, song. If you don't know it, go back to episode two. Yeah. I think it was the intro for. I believe so. And... They try on new clothes and it's cool and whatever. We should actually reenact that behind a green screen. That is a great idea. Can we, after we hang up talking, can we spend 15 minutes trying to figure out green screen shit? Yes, we can do that. I got a camera that is amenable to green screens, but I just don't, I don't know how to do anything, really. Green screen porno would be so great. It's kind of fascinating that's not a thing, or if it is, I haven't seen it. Would you like me to try and call Bograts again? I Sure, yes. I found a new number. Now, what if he picks up? What do I say immediately? You have to, you have to guide me through this. You, I, you immediately have to say, am I speaking to Colonel Greitz? You've got to immediately give him the respect of calling him Colonel. Ooh, yeah. That's like talking to... Um, and you got to speak in very short, definitive... Sen- have you ever seen how the Army does emails? Yeah, I actually have. I've taught, I had to e- email military people two days ago. Yo, yes. Makes my dick hard how fucking unbelievably to the point these people are in email. It's great. Dude, Their subject I, lines are amazing. A dude answered me, check. Check, yeah. Fucking. Yeah, it was amazing. God I was like, bless. God, I like. I, I, I love that man. I want to um, hire. I want to hire fucking army guys. Left, right, and center all day long. If I started a business, I would straight up just hire veterans like that and just be like, "Yo, just fuck it. That speak to me in field cadence. That's it." Um, so <laughs> and we, listen to Lee Bogrites, Greenwood in the shop. Oh my god, that'd be good. Um, proud. <clears throat> speak in short, definitive sentences. Colonel Greitz, sir, I'd like to you to be in a podcast, sir, etc. Colonel Greitz, I just want to know. Are what, you going uh, to Brussels, Colonel Greitz? Uh... This is Kiki. I need to know if we're going to Brussels. I'm I'm in Brussels, and no one's here to pick me up. <laughs> uh, hey, the, is this Colonel Greitz? Hey, this is Kiki. Um, no haze, Bo- no haze, no us. Straight to the point. Colonel Greitz. Colonel Greitz. Colonel Greitz. I respect your service. I'd like you to be in a podcast. Are you able to? 
Oh, perfect. I'm doing it right now. I'm calling him right right now. I'm going to find you another question. What if Bo Grant answers the phone? I mean, this could be a really Monumental. major moment. <laughs> oh, I, that's not a bad sign. It's busy. That's not a bad sign. That's not a great sign. When's the last time you heard a busy signal? It's 2019. It's probably a house phone. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Right, we'll give He's him a like, shot right. back. Hey, the phone's melting tonight because it's it's a big night for politics. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, what have you been listening to lately? I'm searching for new music. Also, who picks the intro outro songs? I do. Mm. Thank fucking God you stopped that intro music. Sorry. <laughs> Yo, who is our man who did the intro music? His name escapes me right now. I'm, I'm about oh. three fourths of a bottle in, and I, I apologize. Oh, um, thank uh, you. I really appreciate um, the yeah. music. It was really cool, and it was great. And people who hate on it can fucking suck on your balls. Yeah. It's all good. Exactly. It was. It served a purpose. It was fine. Uh, it, it, it was perfect for the time. Thank you, yeah. James. Can, Keep at uh, it. Something Colance Colconquio or something like that. I I doubt that's what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna just go out and say that that I don't think that what you just said is right. Um, I I don't think he likes the podcast or listens or anything anymore. So interesting. Well, you know what? I Mm. still appreciate him. Thank you, man. I appreciate the shit out of that guy. He saved us from the from the dregs. That's true. And now it it gave us just enough time for me to use the same songs I used last time, and no one knows the difference. Yeah, like when I was at my lowest. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> I love when you try to keep me on task. I, I, I can't tell if you're about to go somewhere. Cause I was about to go. I, I'm at my long. lowest. Could be very easily be the end of your statement. Uh, when, I, when I was at my <laughs> You know what? It's true because I had a road. I, could, I had a fork right there. And I, I was going to be like, do I talk about being homeless in front of Target and holding up a cardboard sign? Or do I just say he helped me when I, I was at my lowest? I'm saying, a, right? Like, yeah, easy. There's always done. a pause. He helped me when I was at my lowest. When <laughs> uh, when uh, Colonel Greitz tried to sell me tr- bullshit tract housing and I lost all my money. I really want to live at almost heaven. It's weird? still open. Is that right? Well, no. I mean, he shot himself on the grounds in 1999. God, if I could just call him. Oh, my God. All right. Got drunk. Thought it'd be funny to talk shit to the people who gave the local Fazoli's one-star reviews. And one guy <laughs> messaged me threatening to kill me. Can we get more Sports Corner? <laughs> more Sports Corner? You are asking the absolute wrong time of the year because the only thing happening right now is basketball and i could not give a fuck about basketball is hockey happening right now yeah trick question i don't give a fuck (laughs) my god so you you know get at me when fucking pitchers and catchers report we should read fazoli's reviews and if people are i guess we should i'm i'm not fully sure what a fazoli's is but i kind of have an idea oh it's oh we had a fazoli's in glens falls it was amazing all you could eat pasta five bucks. It's kind of like um, it was like the Little Caesars for pasta, because people would be like, "Oh, what are you feeling? What do you want to eat tonight?" And they're like, "Pasta." I kind but of instead wanna... of going into your cabinet, you'd you'd order you'd order takeout. Like you have to drive to the Jesus. brick and mortar building and get pasta. What do you want for so. dinner tonight? Well, I want to eat food and fall immediately asleep and not take that as a warning sign that I'm pre-diabetic. <laughs> so let's do that. Wow. All right. 
Um, oh, fucking Hunter Waterbury no. in the inbox. Get ready. Okay. What's up, Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> Do I marry a woman for money so she can get a green card? Like, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Then she would be You'd have her in financial chains For her whole life His next question is Bring back two double back song (laughs) Maybe he's three quarters of a bottle in too Who knows I mean shit uh, (laughs) I'm not sure what Bring back two double back song means But I mean we can definitely Give that a shot I guess (laughs) Um I don't really know what he's, he means. I mean, what does that mean? I don't know, but I'm going to ask you a question. Sure. Do I marry a woman for money so she can get a green card? <laughs> I don't know, Andrew. No! What happens if you marry a kid? You know, I think you should. You keep, on her, a wavelength. you keep her in a financial chains. Oh, my God. Hunter Waterbury. Remember when we had that theme song no one liked? Wow, Peter Peter Chancio, that was his name, and God, we remember, see, you double back and you remember the name of the guy who did the whole thing. You know what, though? Wow. I don't think that was his name. No, it wasn't his name. I don't know. I One thing, one name I do remember is uh, Nelson Mandela, when he was, right. he was in the, the uh, he did the national anthem in uh, with Helmet in the goddamn United Nations, remember that? <laughs> Remember that time we couldn't get Skype to work in the beginning? Uh, Remember that time you drank a three quarters of a bottle of booze and you hit yourself in the head with an iPad? Holy shit. Not bad. Not bad. Well done. You really, you really threw you. it all together there. Thank you. I like how we... I love when we have that kismet where you're like, you want me to... I could feel you wanting me to play double back. And then I did. The, the funny thing was... It's just like... Is he going to pick up this Nelson Mandela thing I'm putting out? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. When you're pros, when you're together, as long as we've been together. This is just what happens. Note to podcasters out there. Establish a working relationship like Bird and fucking Scott Skiles. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the, I was going to say Bill Wennington. No, like Kevin Mc, we're like Kevin, we're like McAllen Bird, man. I pass it, you pick it up, boom. Draw, I fucking Larry Bird, right? Won the three point contest, didn't even take his warm up jacket off to be an asshole. Love it. I'm gonna ask you a question that's gonna split us apart, though. Who's Larry um, Bird here? You. Oh wow! See, you're. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Self hating. Self-hating, yes, that's that's the word I'm looking for. Um, what am I? Do you think it's common that people like to relive their own trauma? Yes, it becomes a habit. Uh, it becomes yes, absolutely, fucking period and sentence. Every day, it becomes it becomes weird when you don't. <laughs> Here's it's the like, thing that's gonna lose us a lot of followers and make people mad at me in the internet. Trauma doesn't exist. Sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. It is it is just a it is just the refusal to like forget. Right? Yeah, 100%. I it's uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I just think I just think that people I totally uh, I, as a person who 
um, thought he was traumatized for a number of years. And through my own fault, you know, which is the worst feeling when you did something, you did the wrong thing, and you have to relive it every day. All it is is refusing to let go of that memory. Yes. That's it. And it's not like, you know, you I, people might wake up screaming. Oh, 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 but it's more like you it just really beats you down because you're – you haven't. It's like living. It's like Groundhog Day. You're living the same life every day because you refuse to move on. Yeah, because you so like it. Realistically, you you. It's something you enjoy. It's something, and there's right. a feedback loop that is working oh, for you, and that's why you're doing loop. it. And no, the, it is. Everyone has to come to terms with the fact, especially every depressed person. Everybody suffers from some sort of mental illness. Has to come not and and this is what I'm doing right now, and it's working out really really well. So it's great that we bring brought this up. Refuse to live the same life every day. And always ask yourself why. Own your why. Like Own your why. Wow. Really? No, honestly, like, why am I thinking about this? Why am I thinking about something that happened ten years ago that hurt me? Why why? Why like and and treating it like it's fresh. It's yeah. so fresh and it feels like it just happened. Like it's ugh. like why? Why? The fascinating thing is if I say trauma doesn't exist, somebody's going to get wound up and be like, well, I was groped at a party. You know, like, just fucking something awful right. that happened. Or, like, my uncle came in and fucked me. Yo, it's awful. That's awful. If that happens awful. to you, that's fucking terrible. That is an but, and, awful but, thing. And, but life is really long, motherfucker. No, that's that's just it. And like, is your life, in, at the point of trauma, is your life then over? Now, here's my question. If I see an Iraqi kid run towards me and somebody shoots him in the neck... And he had a fig in his hand, and we thought it was a grenade. And then I got to replay that in my mind every night as I'm like stateside and sleeping. And you ask, does trauma exist for those guys? Yo, I don't know. That's I, I. I hope I never find out. Right. But I know people love to fucking get into those feedback loops. So it's a you know it's a it negative it feedback loop. It really is. Like oh, I'll never like people. I know people who haven't been able to date in ten years. Yeah. Because they just they keep reliving, oh, what we had can never be replicated. Yes, it can. It can. And you know what? Even if it can't, it can't. I don't know. But it can't. You know, like. But you still have to do. try your best to live the best life you can. Because you didn't ask for this body. You didn't ask to be born. You're just here. You know, your parents decided to fuck one day. Here you are. Great. <laughs> Ta-da. Through no, through no fault magic of your trick. own. Boom. You popped out. All right. I guess I have to live now. All right, we've lost all our our listeners now, so uh, I'm not saying bad things don't happen. They happen, but... It's the management of the trauma. Precisely. Take it from me. I've had very very bad things happen to me. I've had, you know, it's fucking everything. I mean, it's not, you know, it's tempting you to take your own life. And the moment where you decide, I mean, this is going to be really heavy, but the moment where the, the feeling that fucking shallow disturbing re- feeling that you all like most people never feel the shallow disturbing relief when you finally decide to kill yourself is so haunting and so yes traumatizing that i never want to relive that yeah yeah when well, you I, deci- I when you legitimately go on- i remember the moment when i was a teenager where i'm like oh i'm just gonna go home and kill myself that's like you know, it's it's the yes. darkest thing it's unbelievable but if I relive that every fucking day, I wouldn't go anywhere. And I relived a lot of trauma for many years, which is why I, I for the past 10 years, I've, I comparably haven't done anything. 
And it's like real bummer, <laughs> you know? And I always thought it was my fault. It's not your fault. And it happened and it, you know, and you just really have to work through it. You super do. And it's not, don't look at it as, don't brand, don't brand the shitty shit. Like, oh, well, that's trauma. Like, you know, trauma, trademark, trauma. Like, it's like putting a name, giving a name to it. Yeah, no, forget it. Get, get that fucking, get that word in your vocabulary. It doesn't matter do how not, hard your shit was. Do not brand your trauma. Do not make it interesting. It's just some shit that fucking happened and you can let it go. You super can. Trust me. I did. I, I fucking you. had a person. I had a person dump me twice in two months. Brutally, mercilessly. Let them let me fall in love with them twice. And dumped me twice. In two months. Normally, I would be traumatized by that. But I wrote them and I said, I'm I am deciding not to get angry about this. And you know what happened? I didn't get angry about you it. You crashed your car for attention. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love when people do that it's shit. Like I, I, fucking, I, I uh, blocked their car in with my car, <laughs> waiting for them at, wor at work. Blocked yeah. their car in, threw my keys in a lake, and walked away. Right. And for, for a person who has a, a, a stupid self-esteem issues like I do, that should be something that would take all therapy and time to get over. But the fact that I just owned it and said, I am not going to get mad about this. And this is a, a wholly a you thing. It was like, the, it was like so good. It was like, it was like clean sheets. It felt great. Because what are you going to do? Wallow? <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't, especially now because the world's not going to be this good for this much longer. No, I. I mean, the, yes, the world. Very the world, true. This country right now, everybody has. If you have internet and a fucking warm house, life's pretty good. You know, I don't want to. We've gotten to a heavy thing, and I don't want to branch off into another heavy thing. But something yeah, I've been thinking about a lot today or uh, this past week. Whatever you think we left in the past, it's in the present. And it's goddamn for sure in the future. <laughs> like, whatever fucking ugly thing you think humans did in the past, oh, thank God we don't do that anymore. Trust we do it. There's <laughs> still hella people throwing babies with one bad arm into a river and being yeah. like, well, you know what? <clears throat> if uh, if it surfaces, it's God's will. Um, yeah. Yo, trust the... that shit still happens <clears throat> and will happen in the future. So just it's the it's the do somewhere on Earth right now. Somebody's there. Somebody's being held down by three men, and somebody's taking their teeth out with pliers. No, and we're not talking about like fucking sub-Saharan Africa or Mongolia or some spot where no one goes. We're talking no, about like Chicago. the UK. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, so let's get to a lighter subject. Something that I, we we just did a heavy thing, and I don't like doing heavy things. <sighs> I feel like I have <clears throat> strong opinions on heavy things, and then it puts you in a weird spot, and then it's whatever. Me. It's fine. So we're going to go light. Let's go light. Do either of you have your funeral details laid out? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of planning Fuck. my own funeral as prep for my family, so it's less of a, of, I think they were trying to say hassle. They said haste. Less of a All hassle right. when I go, or if I go early, am I jumping the gun? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean yes and no. I feel like I've had a conversation with my mother where I'm like, yo, just pull a plug on me and just fucking ditch me or burn me or some shit. Mm. Like, just don't make it a thing. 
Oh, it'll be like Terry Shiva, where your mother goes to pull the plug and I run in like Bogue Wright. Fucking no. Bogue Wright repels down, kicks through my window and says, absolutely not. No. No. Miss, I, I have a government injunction in hand. What? <laughs> keep the keep Andrew plugged in. Andrew Shivo. Andrew Shivo. Why don't you change your name to Andrew Shivo? I really should. I mean, I'll change my name. To, you know what? I moved to New York. Job one. Okay. Two. We change our names. You, Andrew Shivo. Me, Hans Getz. Oof. All right. Yo, speaking of Bernie Getz, did you catch this <laughs> shit that happened on the 7 train yesterday? No. Did you shoot somebody in the back and say, want more? No. Oh. No. <clears throat> well, and I forget that. There's somebody further down that I was going to get to. In fact, you know what? We'll get to this right now. Andrew, thoughts on New York gun control laws to come. <laughs> Red flag uh. bill would allow in law enforcement, family, household members, and some school officials to seek protection, forcing people who may be a risk to themselves or others to give up their firearms. Uh, the the red flag thing puts me in a weird spot because I don't want people who are fucking screwed up to have guns. I don't think it's a good look. Um, but everything is such a fucking game of inches that I can't not be like, yo, fuck that. Because every everything with gun control is like, listen, we, we don't want to get rid of the Second Amendment. We just don't want you to be able to have these or ammo or be <laughs> right, able exactly. to, you know, it's just like it's it's. It's a nonstop game of inches, which forces me into a situation where I just have to support even things that I'm like, whoa, I'm not totally sure I'm comfortable with this, but here we are. (laughs) Exactly. Now, let's get to the real thing. Did you... So, yesterday, on a fucking seven train platform in Queens, a few, like, you know... I understand when I say MS-13, I sound like a fucking square old dad who's on CNN. Like, I understand. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But All right. apparently, some MS-13 gang members got into a scuffle with some other gang member. Oh. Yeah. Gang fight on the platform. 30 people watching it and yelling. Whoa. And a dude pulls a fucking piece out and blows a dude's head off on what? video. On the platform, middle of the day, straight uh, up, you see him pull the gun out of his hoodie, fucking cock and lock it, and blow this dude's head off, shoots him six times in the head, and then bounces. And the 30 people watching all run. They're all like, oh shit, and they all just run back into the train. And there's this unbelievable moment where you're like, oh, nobody in all those people could defend themselves. Right. Like if that dude was like if that dude's fucking drug-addled weird brain where he thought it was perfectly acceptable to shoot a dude in the head six times, like you know, we're not working on the same fucking moral framework. If he decided, "Oh shit, there's witnesses. I got to start fucking killing people." Yo, not a single person on that train platform was able to stop one dude with a fucking gun was able to subdue we'll say 40 people. It's just just no problem. Good god. Yo. And the funny thing is, I'm looking at it on the internet, and multiple people are like, where the fuck is Bernie Getz when you need him? (laughs) (laughs) What? Yo, that is how fucking unbelievably fucked it is. I I actually, I thought the part of me that wishes I had like a fucking commentary channel on YouTube, which is a good idea, I don't. Sure. Just like wanted to fucking at the governor and the mayor and be like, yo, you realize you murdered 40 people here, right? Like in an, in an alternate <laughs> timeline, 
your right. fucking weird hubris shit killed like a lot, a lot of people. It's like, <laughs> it's pretty wild. I don't know. Maybe you should resign. Um, yo, God, the video, so it's, it's, if you go on live leak, it's definitely there. It is, it is a fucked up video. It's really dark. I love, you know, I love watching shit like that. Yeah. You, you'll definitely find it. It's the, no question. I mean, so uh, it's basically like New York in the eighties all over again. It's so much. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that we are straight up living through the death wish era again. It's wild. Ah, it's just in time. Yeah. I can't wait. Everything comes back around again. You're going to move down here, House. fucking change your last name. We're good. We're going to change our last name. Hans Gatz, man. We're going to do it. I'm going to live somewhere close. I'm going to scrape money together. <laughs> I don't know how. My neighborhood's uh, getting expensive, man. It's no joke. Yeah. You were you were thinking about maybe, uh, maybe moving out west. Hmm. The idea has come up a few times. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. See if I, it's wherever you go, I go, man. <laughs> because if it's if the delay is bad, 150 miles away. Imagine the delay. I I mean that time that I was in where was I Norway where we <laughs> tried to just... podcast. <laughs> that didn't work. That was awesome. That did not work one bit. Nope. That was a fun time though. I really like Norway is really cool and weird and. People are strange there, and I I like it. So, you know, maybe we'll move to Norway. I'll go. Did I tell you about the restaurant we went to? No, tell me. We went to a restaurant. Where the fuck? I I can't tell you where we were in Norway. It was like a little town. Lillestrøm, maybe? Lillehammer. No, not Lillehammer. I think it was, I want to say Lillestrøm. So there's one person in Norway who's like, yes, Lillestrøm, yes. Very good, very good. <laughs> um, we stayed at the Scandic Lillestrøm, me and, me and my fucking chalk factory people, and they were like, we have to go to this American burger joint. You're going to love it. It's great. It's run by an American. It's fantastic. I'm trying not to hang with these people. And it's, yeah, not, no. that I, it's not that I dislike them. I actually really like them a lot. But like... I'm I'm in a situation where I'm just yelling at them for 12 hours a day. You don't want your 13th hour to be like, skull, and like fucking sharing a beer. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's like not a good look. I'm okay being the villain, but I got to disappear <laughs> after being cool. the villain. I can't fucking hang with these dudes. Sure. But whatever. They brought me out. It's fine. They brought what? me to a place, and they're like, you'll love the chef. She's great. She's American. She, <laughs> she came out with these burgers. Okay. Tell me. It was... It, it, it was like a fucking comic version of what an American burger would be. It was like a foot and a half tall. It was like ridiculous. <laughs> and look, makes you feel at home, right? And I'm like, not even a little bit. This is crazy. What are you doing? Like, this is fucking nuts. Like a full avocado in these burgers. Um, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it was super gross. I, I, I didn't want to fucking put them on a spot. So I was like, yeah, it's good. I'm only eating a quarter of it, though, because I had a long day. That doesn't make any sense. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, so if you uh, if you want a like a pastiche American burger and you're in Norway, go to Lillestrøm and go to the American Burger Place. I forget what it's called. Chef was very nice. Like once she realized there was Americans there, she like came out and and hung out. She was very cool. Yeah, but she's like, I'm um, from America too. Definitely like a little bit of like dick cruising going on for sure. Whoa. Um. But she uh, misses that that American hammer. Got that vibe. Got that wow. vibe. There is also Did you say that. Well, there was there was another American there besides me. 
Mm. who... (laughs) All right, trip out on this, ready. There was another American there who had a beard and was maybe like a little heavy set, but you know, like whatever, like a normal looking dude with quasi longish hair and glasses and he was going gray and he was like snarky and his name was Andrew. Oh. Yo, like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, we, <laughs> the only way to differentiate us to somebody who doesn't know us well is one of us smoked and one of us didn't. That, that was legitimately <laughs> it. But, yeah. Well, I mean. So, I, I'm telling tales out of school, but I feel I, I feel like that dude hung out longer than everyone else. Oh. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he got in. Hopefully, I think he was married, so hopefully not, but whatever. He probably did anyway. You know, marriages, uh, uh, those, de- those those contracts are not biting. No, I mean, you know, if if you're married and your man goes on a business trip, he's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I like how enthusiastic you were about that. Yeah. Well, totally. You're, Honestly, he's trying he's, to. He's probably not. I'm, <clears throat> I'm sorry I said that, but, you know, just the same. Well, he's not fucking hard. He's not he's giving like, it to you. Like soft fucking. Yeah, it's not giving it to you like... Like he gives it to you when he's at home normally. That's I feel like that's a bad scene. I feel like we'll say how many people do we have listening? We got a couple hundred people listening at this point, probably a couple thousand. I haven't like looked at the numbers in a while, but that means there's probably like five or six percent of people who are like who just heard that in a car with their wife and are currently in a fight. Because I just said that and they're like, I'm really not like, I don't know why this is such a big deal. We have thousands of people listening, actually. Actually, okay, I, I don't. We're so ending look, some so, relationships yeah. right now. Oh, I I take it back. I'm sorry. That was a mean thing to say. But uh, some say of that. them are. No, they just all they have to do is pump the brakes and have a discussion about being in an open relationship, and then everything's fine. I did a uh, honestly. I did a business trip to Chicago, <laughs> where they put us all in. Uh, was it the Hyatt? I don't know. It was like a, it was like a nice hotel in like Gold Coast, Chicago. Um, and they put you all in a sex harness. Well, they oh, the way this hotel works is there's only four rooms per floor, give or take. You know, like they're, they're pretty oh, nice sized okay. rooms. So I think we took up probably like 10, 12 floors. We took up probably most of the hotel. Uh, and I remember going up and... Uh, I dropped my bags off, you know, after a long day of conferences and I went downstairs. I took the elevator down and as I was going through the revolving door, a, the most obvious high priced hooker on planet earth was coming through the doors, going the opposite direction. I'm like, okay, that's a hotel hooker. You know, okay, cool. That's what it is. Go. I think I went to Chick-fil-A if memory serves, go back through Probably took seven minutes. Get the hotel elevator. Go back up to my floor. Doors open. And there's Hotel Hooker already straightening her shit out on my floor. Oh, my God. Which is entirely like my company. And so for the next three days, I just got to look around the five people that were on my floor and be like, who ordered the hooker? Who Who is it? Who ordered the concierge? Is it the guy with the fake Panerai? Or is the dude who twitches all the time? I can't tell. It's one down to those two. I just can't tell which one. That's got to be the guy with the fake panorama. That was my thought, too. Speaking of, 
Work is crazy now. Oh my god, you're still at that job. It's an insurrection. Is that yeah, right? right yeah, I mean, they're the big, bitter end. Oh yeah, now people are just like stop showing up and shit. I mean, it's good great. thing you have all that body armor in case things get violent. Yeah, no, I had I had to nego- I it's on me. I'm doing all these weird jobs that other people used to do before they left. Why are you doing so, uh, this? What is happening? Because I, I, I would like to have a little bit of money every week. All right, fair yeah, enough. That's all. Are they going to keep not... you on? No. I don't think Jesus. so. I don't think so. It's all really up in the air now, which is great. Uh, it's all up in the air, and uh, I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't care. I mean, at this point, it's so fun going in and just hearing everybody lose their shit. About how, like, I don't know if Tony's pension is going to cover all of us. <laughs> shit like oh, that. God almighty. Yeah, like, really, like, real nightmare shit. Um, <sighs> Yo, diversify like, your income streams, everyone listening, please. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, you don't have to start a successful side business or, like, invest successfully. You just need to have enough shit stocked away that when you the fucking ammo company fires you, you're like, all right, I got, all I got, right. I got, I got some time to figure this out. It's all good. Yeah, like you know, six months worth of cash saved up, and you're no, fine. Right? You know, we 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 be able to eat eat uh, you know filet mignon every night. Probably not. Um, <laughs> we able to eat New York strip every night. Probably not. Probably not. You know, but maybe uh, maybe chicken thighs every night. Uh, I don't like thighs, man. Okay, when you come down here, when you come down here for the long weekend where we dress up and go to show in that restaurant, I'll make Love you it. some chicken thighs. It'll uh, it'll change okay. your life. Right. I'm not saying I make life-changing chicken thighs, but they're pretty okay. Um, I just found Bogratz's phone number. Oh, fucking call that shit. And Hunter Waterbury is formally requesting a thrash band that consists of only the two of us. Request denied. Uh, request, and that's the name of the band, Request Denied. Nope. I'm no. already in a gag band right now. Just fucking give us a few more weeks till we get our shit out. What's your gag? No, you'll You'll understand when it comes out. It's cool. I'm I'm calling Colonel Bo, so that's my gag. Remember, short sentences. Colonel Greitz. Colonel Greitz, reporting for duty, sir. You have no idea how hard I am. <laughs> oh, whoops. Oh, this is actually, this is his last listed number from like Spokio. All right. Oh my god. I'm really nervous. This could be it. What a momentous These are the times To hold on to We can always delete it We're sorry You have reached a number That has been disconnected Fuck or- you and die Yeah Hold what, on Do you want to try the fucking The number that was busy before? I'm going to try that After I try these right. If it's busy That's great That's a great I take that as a really good sign I take that as your Like You, you have 1991 phone rules In your mind Yeah Nope, still busy. <sighs> I hate my life. In your mind, is Colonel Bo on the phone with somebody talking about the fucking State of the Union, or is that uh, a number that mind, has been in service in 20 years? And in my mind, he's advising it? President Trump on foreign policy right now. I mean... <sighs> you want to, you want to, you know, you wanna, when you want to zig left, you should actually zig right. Say stuff like that to me. How? I don't think it means anything. How high up into the uh, cock? What do they call it? Not the organization. The uh, the cabinet. Would he have to place Bogrights for you to be pro Trump? 
Like, uh, probably vice president. All right. And then I would hope, against hope, that something would happen. And then... How has it not happened yet? Like, I I know we're (laughs) treading on weird ground where, like, people fucking swat you for saying things like that. But I'm actually curious... Or even, like, an attempt. I'm I'm saying, right? I mean, we had people throwing fucking shoes at Bush Jr. Like, what? I mean, come on. How hard could it be? Is it fake news? Do people love Trump? I think everybody loves Trump. I think he's gonna. He's definitely. I think he's gonna have another. Yo, the, another. I mean, I don't know who the fuck else is getting in the race, but if these five fucking jokers <laughs> that have fucking declared Ugh. are the people going up against Trump, forget it. It's gonna Howard be Trump twenty thirty. Howard Schultz, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Hillary Clinton against all odds. No, is she back? Yes, she's back. Are you fucking and kidding? Kirsten me? Gillibrand. How was I on YouTube all day and didn't see Hillary Clinton coming back? Because because uh, everyone was just has literally the internet that just collectively. Happened? No, it, it was like last week. It was just an, a collective internet sigh. Like, uh, oh, she's not right. coming back for shit. If that's the internet, she's not coming back for shit. No way. I, he I, I last night Bill Clinton was interviewed at a uh, San Antonio Spurs game. And talked about his wife running. Oh, dear Why God. he was at a Spurs game, no idea. <laughs> but Yo. nevertheless. I'm the fucking whack pack that got thrown together right now is right. wild. Oh, yeah. I love that the only person in that crew that I would even consider marginally voting for, they've already branded a Russian agent. <laughs> it's fucking... <laughs> It's insane. It's wild. It's really cool. I, 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 you know what? I called it during, um, I wish we, uh, you know, I wish we knew we were going this long. I would have just, uh, I would have done, uh, we should have just done a live one. So maybe we should do that soon. How soon? Like maybe Saturday. This Saturday? Saturday the 9th of February, 2019? I think Saturday the 9th of February, 2017. 2017. Uh, um, okay, well, you missed it. Well, fuck. <laughs> I said 2017. <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. Um, 2019, and uh, holy crap. We'll say 8 p.m. 8 p.m. See you there. Time to hang out with your boys, and also, um, who knows? Some surprises, some special guests. Maybe a cat <laughs> will walk across the why, screen. I was saying, why are you selling this? I got nothing. I got nothing on my sleeve. Um, <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll figure it what out. What if we did the live stream, and halfway through, Sean Duty just walked on screen and looked into the camera and then walked away, and that was enti- his entire contribution. Oh, definitely. I think it'd be great. Perfect. Um, yeah, Saturday, the 9th, February, 2019, 8 p.m. on our YouTube channel, Overnight Drive. We're going to do a live stream. We're going to do a live hangout. Um, I don't know if Saturday night at 8 p.m. is a good time. I asked that last week, and nobody responded to say yes or no, so fuck you. That's when we're doing it. If you don't like it, <laughs> tough. If you don't like it, yeah, exactly. It's just uh, it's just how it is. It's what we do. Free from trauma. <laughs> Free from trauma. <laughs> That's how we live. Free from trauma. And oh my God. You know what's funny? I'm staring at my iCloud calendar right now as opposed to the questions. Just because that was the time that we decided to uh, to do this. So 
Yeah. Cool. Would you say that you're staring at the uh, standing at the edge of tomorrow? Maybe. No, just just at the iCloud calendar. Oh, cool. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Hans, I went bowling with you in my dream last night. It's really weird because I don't like bowling. Um, I mean, cool. I mean, thank you. You know, uh, what was it like? The amount of people who write into not us, but into the self defense Tumblr saying they have dreams about us is like wild. Like a lot yeah. of people out there dreaming about us. It's good. You know, it's uh, keep us in your dreams. And uh, if you're in, uh, you know, the same town, maybe we can make dreams a reality. We can go bowling together. Yeah. And you can watch me get all worn out and tired from bowling. You can pound on the window from the vegan spot and I'll look at you and be like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, I would be too. Yeah, well, sorry. Our friends in Western Massachusetts, feel free to come back. Maybe next time, drop me a line. You know, I'll come over. I can Um, throw a rock and hit that place. Ryan Venwick's weird NBA coverage is incredible. How do we get him on the drive talking about hoops? Working on it. My God, that would be so good. I, I we we're, I'm so I'm more nervous about of of our whole list of guests. He's the one I'm most nervous about. God, I, we need him. Do you know when you watch a uh, l- let's say you're watching the British Baking Show? Sure, Mary and Barry. they make something really fucking like fragile. Where it's like made with spun sugar, but it's hot in the tent, and it's got like multiple layers, and they gotta like have help to bring it over to the judge's table, and the whole time you're like, oh fuck, oh is this gonna fall apart? Right. That's how I feel watching you interact with Ryan Van Wick. Like, <laughs> oh fuck, oh god, is this gonna be the one that's gonna push him over the yeah. edge? He's gonna understand what's happening. Oh god. I just think it would be so neat to have him call in once in a while and be like, hey. It would be so good. He's great. He's really good. He is. He provides the market with something that is sorely needed. Sorely needed. I can't. Honestly, there's no word for what it is, but he provides it. Oh, for it's just truth, justice. So good. He released a video about how he's working five days a week now. Good for him. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I've been listening since 2015. Have we been podcasting since 2015? I think we have. We haven't made a fucking cent on this yet. We've made many cents. We've we, all right. We've made cents. That's true. You know what? In fact, I get to use our money to buy that live streaming software. So you know, Please. there you go. Um, just dropped the other day. And my favorite bits are Hans's dad's weird sex insights. Don't make the belly rise, and if you make her come twice, you won't care how big you're not. Are two of the funniest <laughs> fucking things I've ever heard. Any more sex advice from Hans's old man? Oh boy. Uh, I will ask him um, next time I see him. How about that? All right. Perfect. Deal. You got to see Billy Go Dad. I'm going to call you. You just can't. All you have to do is for six minutes not call Barack Obama a Muslim. And that's, that's it. it. And that's or, all or we an need. Arab. Yeah, right? Like, that's <laughs> all we need from you. Can you do that? He used to be not. I think he just does it because he's bored. I really I mean, do. I, I get it. He lives in a boring spot. He doesn't know what to do. Fucking mm. internet's real loud. I get it. He loves the internet, though. I mean, I yeah, I can tell he loves the internet. <laughs> Absolutely. My goodness. Um, Dad. 
Either of you fans of the Costner surrounded movie Bull Durham? Sure. I mean, I would. Uh, I'm into it. I like a good Kevin Costner movie. I'm not big on Susan Sarandon. I don't think she's ever accomplished anything in her life. And I, if I ever saw her, I would tell her as much. Well, I saw her once. She was very nice. Really? Yep. Who's the most famous person you've ever seen? Seen? Um... I guess, I mean, I guess Jay-Z. I don't know. Like, Mm. I sold him a bunch of shit. He was nice. Um, A bunch of weed. I mean, I I saw Obama once. Really? What did he look like? Like like he drove past me at 60 miles an hour. (laughs) Um, He was driving? Oh, my God. Yeah, he was fucking. (laughs) God, he was flooring it. No, I don't know. I, I guess Jay-Z, but it's weird because I don't think that, like, it seems weird because I don't think that Jay-Z should be the f- most famous person I've ever seen. But, uh, you know, the uh, Jennifer Conley walked into my spot once when she was, like, 15 months pregnant. It was, like, ridiculous. Wow. 15 months. Yeah, it was It was like, Love absurd. It, it looked like she was going to give birth in my fucking store's uh, fucking showroom. Holy moly. But like she was so striking looking that all conversation stopped. Like wow. it was and it, what's really weird is uh I remember Patrick said that he used to uh like work at a cafe in the East Village and she would come in and he was just like, Yo, that is the most beautiful person I've ever seen in real life ever. And I was always just like, Oh yeah, sure, whatever. And then she came in there and like Yo, straight up, she just stopped the room from talking. Like that—that's wild. That's, that's a really wow, wild. That's beautiful. It was like a long store too. It was like fucking 25, 30 feet, but it just all conversation ceased. Um, yeah. Okay. Weird. I don't know. So, I, my, even though she was big and pregnant, my favorite—I think my favorite famous person that would come into my spot is Kiefer Sutherland would just get drunk as shit at lunch and then like fall into my spot and just ask questions about old CD players. Be like, yo, I love this. What is this? Tell me about it. Like just <laughs> oh, yeah. smells like fucking liquor and like slurring his words and he can't stand up straight. And we're all just dying. Like dying. I remember I read what? something somewhere that he got sober and I was so fucking happy for this dude because he was such a fucking mess when he would come in. It was wild. Okay. Yeah. Is he st- <laughs> Why is he so drunk all the time? I think he was just a fucking massive alcoholic and just had a lot of money and didn't need to do anything. So he would just get drunk in the middle of the day and that was that. But I mean, wow. you know, he was, he was, he was among the most fucked up people I've ever seen interact with somebody and not be like, you called me racist. Like that kind of like he mm. was, he was being logical, but he was just so clearly drunk that it was like striking. Yeah, I would have definitely had him call one of my friends. I mean, like you, I'd him call you. You can't do that shit. That that's the one drag is you can't do that shit with uh, when when people walk in there. Um. All right. Do we? Yeah, we already asked that one. Oh man, we're almost all the way back. Hans, did you give it good to Sheila from the friend zone? Well, you're on fucking Front Street here. 
No, no. Right. She was a good friend of mine. No, I did not. We put this as a result of us posing for a picture together. Um, when she was in Troy, we visited. But no, I did not. <clears throat> Although she is very sweet and very smart. And really, like, one of the coolest people I've ever met. Um, real talk. But no, uh, there was no uh, give give good to be had on that evening. Sorry. I think that might be all of them. Wow. Uh, I'm I'm back into last week. Film <laughs> recommendation, 1997 movie U-Turn with Sean Penn. Love that movie. It's great. That's really good. Wasn't Ron really Howard good. in that movie? Is he? I know Billy Bob Thornton plays the fucking, like, the mechanic, but he's so covered in grease you can't really tell it's him. Weird. Okay. Um, oh, what? I watched... Oh, no, never mind. I'm not going to tell people what movie I watched. All right. I, I'm i going to say that's all of them. I'm getting really far back. But uh, so, yeah, I'm not, I haven't refreshed in a while. Hey, okay. we did all of our questions. Not bad. Wow, we never do that. That was exciting. Usually we leave um, the real fucking hot button. You're like, oh, you know what? We're not going to touch that one. <laughs> this has been, a, this has been a, one of our long, longer ones. It's almost two hours. Yep. We are... We're at two hours and three minutes by my clock, but 10 or 15 minutes of that was us trying to figure out how to make Skype work like a bunch yeah. of fucking geriatrics. Then so, yeah. 10 minutes of, of your neighbor almost dying. And oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, I got to fucking I gotta check that shit out. going to be a bunch of editing going Yeah, a lot here. of editing for this episode. Hopefully it's done <laughs> by Saturday when people are supposed to tune in with us. Yes. Tune in with us. Um, I think we should uh, maybe shout out Rhetoric Coffee. Uh, yes. I know some new people have signed up for Rhetoric Coffee. Thank you very much for that. RhetoricCoffee.com shows up to your house and you don't have to worry about it. Uh, it's a really good thing. It's kind of like, um, it's like magic, honestly. But you, it's magic that you pay for. If you think the post office is, ma- is magic, then this is magic. Yeah, this is total. This is, this is like um, voodoo, but in a good way. <laughs> Like like no spells, just hot coffee in your in your cup every morning, and you take the first sip, and you look out the window, and you're like, ah, oh, things are gonna be okay. Rhetoriccoffee.com. That does sound really good. <laughs> yeah, the f- the best part of waking up is rhetoric coffee in your cup. Huh? Sounds entirely original. Yeah, the best part of waking up is rhetoric coffee. Then you're cup. I'm afraid I can't do that, Rhetoric Coffee. Hal 2000 reference. Well done. Well done. I caught Thank that. Thank you. Wow. <clears throat> this is the last time I don't take Adderall before I, go, I podcast. I mean, hey, we did almost two hours here. I think uh, I think we're doing good. Did you find uh, Curtis Lewis' number? Or were I you did gonna, not. Or we can just pretend that didn't happen. All right, we'll do that. No, I tried and I failed. All right, not a problem. I'll get at him on... Uh, I feel like... I feel like he's active on Twitter. I feel like we could get him there. Let's try and get him. You know, I just found a bunch of people thinking he was dead. Nope, still alive. Still there. Still hanging on. I think, didn't his wife just run for office or some shit? Uh, what's, wow, somebody married him? I think so. I gotta look that wow. up. All right, well, whatever. This is 207. Cool. Thanks for hanging with us. Uh, come do our hangout on Saturday the 9th, 8 p.m., YouTube channel. 
February 2019. Yes. What else do I need to say about that? Yeah, just come and hang out. It's, you know, we did it with some of the patrons. It was fun. They were fun. They, you know, hey, they were racist. We were racist. It was a great it time. A great Everyone time. was, it was wow. awesome. Um, you know, they were, we, we pushed the envelope <laughs> and they pushed the envelope. The envelope was pushed. Um, yeah, there's a, there's the chat function. So get in there, you know, fucking ask your questions or just be, be like weird or rude. That's all yeah. cool. And uh, we'll see you then. And then we'll see you back next week for 208. 208 every week. Boom. Let us know how we're doing. Go on overnightdrive.com slash ask. Ask us a question. Leave us a review. Do that nice shit that makes us feel good. Let us know you're out there. I haven't looked at the reviews. I'm going to do that once we hang up. We have a lot of, on uh, iTunes, we have a lot of good reviews. Cool. That's good. Five-star podcasts. Custom made from head to toe. All night. All day. All right. Be good. Hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.